I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the new One More Tune podcast. My name's Helena Rafai. I'm Ewan Davidson. And I'm Mel Reeve. We've each picked three songs that we're loving over the last month that we haven't listened to each other's picks and you're going to hear our instant reactions. Remember that you've got to subscribe to us on Apple Music or Acast, but you can also find us on your preferred podcast app, so do. <laughs> um, we're going to kick off with... Now, I, I'm, not, I'm still kind of finding out and finding my way as to how to pronounce the band name. So it could potentially be Clit Drop or... Cl- uh, clat drip or I don't know what but I'm gonna go with clit drop because I quite like it and uh, this is called like father I'm gonna. I don't know whether to go with clip drip, clip drop, clat, clat. I don't know. Let's. I don't know. It's C L T D R P, and it's a, a debut album due for release on the 28th of August. They're from Brighton. It's their latest single, and there's a brutality that just kind of underpins their performance. Which it just. I know that when I hopefully see them live, that that is going to be augmented 10 times and just be like this kind of behemoth and it's going to grab me and just ragdoll me. And uh, they managed to just kind of maintain this strong line of sincerity and it's like this electronica, there's guttural bass injections and um, I just want to embrace everything of this and burn my bra 
<laughs> what did you guys think? Let's go with uh, you in first. Oh my goody fuck! Um, that was <laughs> that's absolutely outstanding. That is just absolutely evil guitar tone. Uh, the vocals are absolutely brilliant. I I just love everything about that. I just I want to know who produced that. I want to know what the production was was like, what the recording was like. I just absolutely adore that. I am also annoyed because that's the kind of thing I'd find. Um, like I'd be listening to lots of like uh, mid two thousand screamo and like lots of um, Southern Lord stuff. I, like I thought this would absolutely be like the kind of thing that's just dropped in my lap. And I'm annoyed that you found it. The much more experienced music journalist. I'm annoyed that you found it first. I, I didn't find it. Someone sent it to me. Well, I mean, okay, but equally, I, I'm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is just, that is absolute energy distilled into two and a half minutes of just sheer fucking, oh, wow. Wow. That's maybe the most impactful track. I mean, I know we've been doing this a while, but that's maybe the most impactful track I've I've heard in years. I am in love with that. Holy shit. Mel? I like, I mean, I don't know what to say because you've, you've all expressed a similar level of astonishment and joy to what I'm feeling. Um... I love it, obviously. I don't know how I'm going to sit and listen to anything else for the next however long because I just want to listen to that, like, again. Um, I love how clean it is. Like, I'm very particular when I want to listen to something very loud and, like, cathartic and kind of angry and, you know what I mean? Like, I'm very particular about what things I enjoy on that spectrum. Um, And I just love how tight and clean that was while also being, like, energetic and messy and powerful um and yeah just Every, wow. everything wow. else is going to sound like keen now everything else is going to sound <laughs> keen. Now, i mean and but and just like sorry i didn't, didn't i genuinely didn't mean to interrupt you mel and, no and you no can, i was done you, you can scold me for it afterwards but like um just the, the this absolute art of spacing in that song was just like those half second just pauses to draw your breath before them actually going into this just like raising the bar and like adding this extra layer of of chaos to i just fucking love that that was really really good well that i think i think that says it all uh okay so you and your next (laughs) i mean (laughs) i thought this was quite a simple song originally but that was evil i can't believe you did that to me i stand by this song though and i stand by this band they're called the beths and this song is called dying to believe off their forthcoming new record
So yeah, that's Dying to Believe by the Beths uh, from New Zealand, who I always think that Scotland has a kinship with because it's dwarfed by a big, much bigger, much more problematic country that it's nearly joined to, but not quite. Um, they, uh, they met at the University of Auckland while studying jazz. So you go, they're four piece. Um, and I got into them just before Future Me Hates Me came out in 2018. Um, I just immediately fell in love with that record. Um, there are three-part harmonies, just the sheer like diversity of, of melody and counter-melody. Um, I saw them in broadcast touring that record. I think it might be the second time they toured the record. And just an unbelievably good live band. Just absolutely watertight, energetic, and for my money, the truest representation of what to aspire to in indie pop um, at the moment. Um so that one's off uh, Jump Rope Gazers, which comes out the 10th of July on Car Park Records. And the best have been a long-term um, favourite of mine. Uh, what do you guys make of that? I really like The Baths. Um, I enjoy that um, previous record a lot, but it's not something I return to listen to. And I feel like this song really like steps up to the level where I, I, I know I'm going to come back and listen to it. Like Before I knew that I liked them, I knew that I enjoyed their music and wanted to listen to it, but I never found myself actually doing that very often um but yeah there's a there's like a warmth to this um that makes me really happy um and reminds me of martha who i love as well that kind of energy the like fast guitars um yeah no i I really really like that um and yeah i'm just really happy that there's like um that extra kind of bite to the sound that i felt was maybe missing a little bit for me and i also just really enjoy um anytime someone kind of uses some kind of ambient sound in a song like when the train announcement came in I wasn't expecting that at all um it's really great so I I shat myself when the train stuff started coming (laughs) in because I was frantically looking at all parts of my equipment going oh my god what's happening what am I listening to um but it it adds this really lovely uh kind of texture to the recording it just kind of gives you that um I I I guess I, I don't know if you guys are the same but there is Um, obviously certain songs that you do listen to on your train journeys or your travels and so on that Mm -hmm. remind you of certain uh, times and um, that I thought that was such a brilliant addition to the track Um, so yeah there's there's something melodically in that that um, I I think that I'm going to kind of maybe be humming for a few days Um, but I really really enjoyed the song a lot that's relief (laughs) (laughs) I need, no I need production room. notes this end. Uh, oh well, in terms of production, I was just going to say the as much <laughs> as I as much as I like their last record, I think there's a real uh, warmth and more of a gloss to this recording. Um, it, it sounds seems... like they're just like a meter closer than they are on the other album. Like maybe that's a very like idiot's version of what's really happening, but it really just sounds, I think, like they're slightly closer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people play around with space and mics in, in, the, in the room and stuff, but I, I think there's just, and I don't always see it's a more professional recording as like a as like a superlative because I, I like lo-fi, really dusty records, but equally, I think for a band like The Beths, it, it gets the best out of all parts. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the production of that record really suits them. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what the whole, well, here, because you can't really see an album um, in, and appreciate it in the same way as if you listen to it. And I think listeners will agree with that. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for this album to come out, uh, and I just think they're a great band. I definitely want to catch live if they're on tour. Would recommend with my whole head. Okay, um, so the next song is Fen Lily with "To Be a Woman" Part Two.
Um, so that track came out on the 1st of May um, and uh, follows a previous single um, called Hypochondriac. Um, I can't find any information about if that's from an album, but I'm guessing, hopefully, maybe. Um, so Fen Lily is from Bristol. Um, her first album, On Hold, um, is one of my favourites. It's something that I return to if I just want like quite a gentle soothing listen maybe if I'm you know trying to focus on a task something like that um and I'm just really excited to hear how her sound has changed a little bit um you know you've got those fuzzy guitars coming in um on the final chorus of that track um also kind of the shift of mood so she describes this song um as being raw and furious and coming from a place of frustration and pain born from um a loss of control and a breach of trust um which, you know, sounds like interesting subject matter. Um, and I just really enjoy the kind of push and pull of that song. It builds and then it falls back down and never quite gets where um, I kind of want it to, but I really enjoy that. Um, you know, she still keeps that softness um, and the kind of very gentle vocals, which I just really love. Um, and also some more of that lovely ambient sound um, at the end, which as Helena said, is just great texture um, and it's something I really enjoy. Uh, what did you guys think? Um, I thought it was a real songwriting tour de force that um, I, I have to admit, like I'm not a huge like lyrics guy. I come back to lyrics after a few listens. I, I don't really grasp lyrical content immediately as much as I do the overall sort of sonics of, of a song, which probably makes me a simpleton. And I realise that. Um, but I think so many artists have tried to write about it's feeling of panic and terror and done it in such a corny and practically unlistenable way. Whereas that was incredibly well-defined, but also had this sort of stream of consciousness, urgent urgency to it. Um, and yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that. This, I mean, this has been an excellent podcast so far. Just each, each song's a banger. Um, and yeah, I love the, the push and pull, as you said, it kind of, I mean, only in songwriting terms, it puts me in a sort of kind of Kim Deal-led sort of pixie songs, kind of loud, quiet, loud sort of um, feel, which is always good because they're probably one of my favorite bands. Um, yeah, uh, I hadn't actually heard of Fen Lily before and uh, more fool me. I um, So for me, it's about the vocal um, and I just think it's sublime. I think there's uh, just such a richness there and it's a kind of homogeny between the the vocal and the the kind of instrumental that they just feel as one and um I I I really have a great deal of respect for the production aspects of songs that manage to do that but not only that just the the performance and um yeah I guess there's a program that everyone's talking about right now called normal people that I binged within a, a day and I was sobbing and uh relentlessly and uh my other half was looking at me as if I was going through a breakdown but um it's it feels like it could be on that soundtrack um no question so yeah beautiful can I just make a quick note um as a part-time bassist <laughs> Um, what? really good bass tone on that record it's really hard to do uh, sort of loud bass <laughs> well um, and to have it come through an appropriate amount often gets lost in the mix but um, I really love the bass in that record um, I think it's produced absolutely um, wonderfully uh, so shout out and, and thanks for to... going off on such a fucking tangent Yin. you know what <laughs> bassists need more credit um, they're underrated in bands, but also vital. No. <laughs> I I come on here. I come on here to give my honest, informed opinions, and yet I'm met with ridicule and with scorn. Um, but I'm going to keep going because I love content. Okay, well, let's move on with the content then. Uh, this is Genevieve Stokes, and this is Running Away.
so conflicted This shit doesn't make sense I was lifted But now I'm just on the fence Wanna feel limitless But there's nothing left Just a sorrow that I can't dissect Your eyes were filled with emptiness I wish that I could miss them less But that's overdue I never opened up what you gotta lose I wanted you I still want you bad Something that I Songwriter Genevieve Stokes, and uh, she. This is the second time that I've kind of covered her via podcast, and I have said uh, on the site, and I guess in my write up of this, that you know, age is but a number. But at eighteen years, when you think that someone is creating, crafting music like this with a vocal like that. Uh, compared to some of the fucking dirge that I have to listen to, um, then I become in, well, I'm in awe, really. She's from uh, Maine. And I just think that there's such an incredible maturity to to what she does. It just feels effortless. And um, I just, I mean, if she's doing this now, what is she going to be doing in like five years <laughs> ruling the world so yeah mel i love that um it never went where i thought it was going to like you know it opened and i thought oh great this is very much my vibe kind of like daughter um or tombolin that kind of like soft um singer songwriter music and then just kind of each section of the song did something slightly different um and not in a way that didn't you know make it feel super cohesive um, but just very smart um, and interesting to listen to. Like I kept picking out different bits and being like, oh, I wasn't expecting that um, and really enjoying it. Um, and yeah, those vocals, I like um, the kind of doubling on the vocals with the little background harmonies, give it that kind of like slightly spooky, ghostly, ghostly vibe. Um, and yeah, I just, just really like that. It's really beautiful. Uh, um, I just don't think there's that much there in that song. I think it I think it, it reached this really notable kind of momentum in the halfway point and then just kind of relied on this dynamic shift and just completely lost all cohesion for me. And I, I can appreciate songs that 
that go in, in, in peaks and valleys. And we've already had a few that have played with that interesting dynamic shift, but it just didn't scratch an itch for me. I think the potential's there. And I think that, you know, there's, there's kernels of a really, really incredible songwriter there, but just that track individually, I don't know if I'll be coming back to that one. Sure. I mean, I, I think the argument there is that we uh, obviously uh, have have our own opinion. And, and I mean, you listen to, to shite twee pop. So I, oh, I guess it's... I was just waiting for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, so I, I as much as I respect your opinion, I, I'm not going to uh, pay any attention to that. No, it's, it's fine. It's not about picking sides, you know. It's just, it's, it's subjective. And you know, I, I just I think the production, you know, added added layers to. Well, you can talk about production. Are you you in you in you in you a producer? Are you a producer? I've been involved in the produ- production of music before. Yes. Uh, wow. Okay. Is this the okay. episode where it all falls apart? No, I, I think just, it will. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't think there's enough there in that song, and I think it's masked by really interesting production when I just don't know I would particularly enjoy that song you know live I, I just I, I'm not saying that she's not good I just that particular track didn't, just didn't do that much for me I'm afraid well it's you next so what have you got for us um <laughs> I'm scared now um this is a Norwegian duo called Conradsen and it's a song called uh, Give It Back to the Feelings which I hope has nothing to do with the band The Feeling because I think we can universally agree that they suck Some say it's the rest of us It's the rest of us who feel I saved a seat for you Made a meal for two my friend it's been a while since i've heard from myself i spent my days needing nobody else but it isn't the same without the power nothing feels the same without the power There you go, some gloomy pianos um, and strong vocal melodies and field recordings. So that has everything. Um, it's Conradson, the duo of vocalist and pianist uh, Jenny Marie Sable and multi-instrumentalist Eirik Vildegren. Uh, they met in high school and moved together to Oslo for university. Um, they've added more members for their live band uh, and I imagine there are these very sort of intense kind of intimate concerts. Uh, I'd love to see them live. 
Um, they're an example of this brittle kind of homespun energy that uh, Scandinavian bands seem to have in abundance. Um, yeah, I just I think they're a really talented bunch. Um, and their new EP, Rodeo Number no. Five, uh, came out on May the first, which implies that it's not their first rodeo, of course. I like that. Um, I really enjoyed the violin. I thought that was very fun. The way it like echoed the vocals. I thought um, the piano was very like warm and kind of enveloping. I could definitely imagine myself in like a Scandi drama, staring at some hills, listening to that, and <laughs> yes, yeah. solving crimes. So there you go. It's a game of two halves for me. Um, I again, I'm. I'm kind of a big fan of vocals and so on I think the production's great I um yeah it's, it, I just I, I feel that maybe it was a bit too similar throughout dynamically and I was maybe hoping for a bit more of a build towards in some kind of epic outro um and and layering and and, and so on the the kind of classical musician in me is craving that um so yeah mm-hmm. No, I, I can totally see why you might have, yeah, the last song, I mean, I, I, I guess it's more sort of what you want out of these kind of songs. For me, it's uh, it's about kind of um, sort of pulling punches. Production. Well, that and production. And how come, right, no one ever picks that one up when they say the production's good, but if, anyone, if, someone, if I say, oh, I don't like the production on that, it's all, show me your certificates. Where's the justice? I think it's because you're, I think it's because you're a man. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, you and you're experiencing sexism. This is a joke, just in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I totally get what you mean in terms of, I, I, I kind of, I like when there's something left up the musical sleeve, so to speak, um, <laughs> on, on more occasions when I don't. I, but I can totally see why you would think this about this record and why I thought this about the last record. But I believe in the democracy of opinion, um, uh, sharing our opinions in the marketplace of ideas. And uh, I certainly won't be disparaging you for, for any negative comments that you make. <laughs> well, it's the beauty of this podcast. I mean, we, we it would be a boring world if we all had the same opinion. So uh, un- unlike the, f- the opening track of the podcast that was picked by me. So yes. Mel, uh, you're next. <laughs> so this is Krakow Loves Adana with Young Again. Oh 
So the band formed in 2006 in Germany um, and I just stumbled across this song. Um, I sent it to one of my friends and in that text I described it as sounding like Shakespeare's sister meets The Cure meets The Drive soundtrack, um, which three of my favourite things ever. Um, And yeah, I've just been coming back to it again and again to listen to it. Um, I love that kind of guitar-driven electronica I think it sounds like electro goth if that was a thing it might already be a thing maybe I've made it up I don't know um the track is about nostalgia for youth and how that's kind of a mistake because obviously you can never be young again um and I just love obviously that kind of lyrical component combined with that nostalgic but still like fresh um sound and yeah I just think they're wonderful um I was really obsessed with the soundtrack to the movie Drive I don't know if that's something you guys have heard um oh my god yes yeah okay good cool um yeah and I think this would fit perfectly um so yeah I'm a big fan what do you think so uh I have got the drive soundtrack on pink vinyl (gasps) and it is one of my most prized possessions I've got an obsession with pink vinyl actually um uh did you say electro goth yeah is that a thing already yeah I guess yeah but do you know when I think of electro goth, I think of kind of like um, cyber goth mm. when they're in uh, fluorescent elements and almost like, um, yeah, mad hair and stuff. But um, I, I get what you're saying. I think like you're reminded of bands like College and, and, mm. and stuff like that, yeah. which is, is great. Um, yeah, really lovely uh melodically kind of stands out for me and there's is kind of almost like this uh you know consistent melancholy which i love love sad stuff love the minor key fuck the major um <laughs> yeah it's uh uh yeah i just would uh a- again something that I maybe would put on a soundtrack and uh I always wanted to be a a music supervisor and that's a song that I would definitely kind of put to one side for someone um I would like to join that hire Helena as a soundtrack composer campaign um (laughs) I think you'd be fucking great at that that's it's amazing you've not done it before um Mel, the reference points, I was trying desperately to figure out what I thought that sounded like. And then as soon as you mentioned those reference points, I was like, yes, someone yep. much, much more intelligent than me has done my job for me, um, as, as as per usual. Um, yeah, I really loved it. Like Helena said, the melancholy of that. It's sort of got this kind of late 2000s, like, um, sort of dance floor sadness to it. Um it's, uh, it's the soundtrack to going out when something relatively horrible has happened and you're trying to dance the sad out it's got this really haunting kind of darkness to it but also this kind of like um and i don't know if i'm misreading this but it's got this sort of it's kind of scalding ironic optimism to it at certain points as well and yeah i just i i didn't wasn't originally taken by that but the further the song went on i i I just there's so many elements of it that I really like. Um, I think the guitars are fantastic on it. I love the driving bass throughout. I just, yeah, I'm really really impressed by that. I'll definitely be trying to keep up with um, the stuff that they're putting out. Very impressed. Uh, I'm on to my last pick now. It's Richard Griffith's uh, "Dream Away," and he's teamed up with rapper and multi instrumentalist Lester Duval. Slow into the distance, trying to do the sums But struggling to understand the difference Maybe it's deficiency of wisdom Maybe it's a symptom of the system Maybe it's a schism Maybe there's a split in the division Maybe it's a sign of indecision Maybe it's a given Maybe it's a mark of my condition Maybe now all can be forgiven Maybe it's a midnight vision Magic of the mages Spell cast, now I'm stuck between the pages Fell fast through a hole in the ocean floor I dare ask my goals and what I motion for What's this emotion called that I'm feeling? Can't seem to get up, eyes glued to the ceiling And the way I'm tongue-tied is revealing All the whispers in my head and I'm reeling Don't dream away This life so fast Don't find its path 
watch my mind wander while I'm stuck in the static Thoughts thunder like bugs in the attic I'm caught under piles of mistakes Trying to pick the best time to escape And while the past is opaque The present's been growing erratic The future's still up for debate It kind of seems cinematic Without plans of where I'm heading to next I try and read what's hidden deep in the text Before I take a new step There's plenty more thoughts in my head If I'm spending more time in my bed And while I'm running out of time for the living I spare a little thought for the dead And the path that they tread And the blood that they bled And every tear that they shed Cause if I wanna get a little more crust from the bread It's best to sharpen up the tools Gathering dust in the shed multi-instrumentalist and classically trained pianist Richard Griffith and he revealed uh, more of a jazz side in that release teaming up with producer and singer uh, Lester Duval it's just a really kind of smart listen for me and I just love how um, kind of relaxed laid back and just intoxicating the whole production is um there's something so wonderfully personal about it and you just feel that you're almost eavesdropping on what they're creating um i just it, it kind of i'm i'm really proud of the music that has been on the website over the last week i think we've kind of between us really revealed a lot of exceptional talent and in a serious note given that the times that we are in and the lockdown um I don't think music's ever been as kind of important and for anyone that feels like uh, there's been a lot of feedback through other projects that I've done of people feeling quite guilty about producing and releasing music and I can only just say and stress that you are kind of making my life a lot easier and I know that you're doing that for a lot of other people and um just keep uh, creating what you're doing so yeah who is next uh, well, I mean, you can definitely bun a zoot to that one. Um, <laughs> um, you really just brought that all the way down, didn't you? Helena just gave a beautiful speech. I was really thinking about that, taking that in, and then just had to shit on it. That's my job. Um, no, but joking apart, that hits a really, really sweet spot for me, for personally, for my, my taste in hip-hop, because it's not quite, it's got this sort of dustiness that I really like. I really like... Um, producers who just dig their crates and find really dusty soul samples and there's almost kind of elements of that there's elements of sort of cloud rap the kind of stuff that was into early 2010s so like producers like clams casino and then also hits that kind of sweet kind of jazz hip-hop kind of um spot as well so like producers like jazzport j and q-tip and that kind of thing and it, i just i also i love the 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 uh, delivery on, on on the vocals themselves i think um it's laid back but there's a real crispness to the constants of that it keeps the sort of um the the flow kind of moving along in a really sort of half jaunty half relaxed sort of way which is hard it's hard to do i would never attempt it myself and i think 
um, that's evidence enough that there's a god. Um, and um, yeah, I thought that was that was extremely good. I, I've not really come across these artists before um, you, you covered them, so I uh, I'm grateful that they're, they're in my um, my consciousness. You know. And they're on our, our Best of April uh, Spotify playlist as well. I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm looking at the artwork on my computer screen and it's like an interpretation of like light hitting the water, which really is what that sounds like to me. Um, I think the instrumentation sounds like it could maybe be um, on a Studio Ghibli film, um, which is indeed a compliment. Um, but I also really love um, the lyrics and vocals, the way, you know, you've got that gorgeous platform um and then you can really hear what's being said um and I definitely kind of want to go back and make sure I'm hearing all those words because every bit that I caught um was really beautiful it's this kind of brand of like introspective lo-fi hip-hop to a relaxed mm. study to um the next song um I can I can disclose to you um is a song that I've enjoyed recently it's uh, it's a song by an artist uh he was raised in Spain but was born in Cork and is called Big Pig. That's Big Pig with a song called Switch. Um, that came out on the 31st of March, but it's part of a, um, as far as I can tell, that's part of a release that's going to come out later in the year. She's released EPs before with titles like uh, Big Fan of the Sesh. Um, so that's immediately endeared her to me. Um, so it's Big Pig, two eyes in each word. Um, and that's a name stolen from a pizza menu. Uh, she was born in Cork, but grew up in Spain and now lives in London, uh, where she initially worked as a late night poker dealer. Um, which sounds grim um, and primarily she's kind of known as more of a sort of a rapper and an MC. that song was probably by her standards quite restrained um, but she combines these sort of skeletal guitar tones and really thick bass with like drum bass hip hop beats uh, she's part of a DIY collective in London called 9-8 uh, which is fine um, definitely definitely one for the future and a really really promising artist um, who I'm really, really excited about. Oh, man. So I lied. Um, I told a lie. That's how good it was. I said that, you know, I wasn't quite done yet because I actually skipped it back 30 seconds so I could listen to more. Um, magic. It uh, taps into my love of drum and bass and breakbeat and, like, everything that 
uh, fuels my loins and uh, I, uh, I'm very excited and I don't quite know what to say. I feel a bit giddy. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's such a fucking huge chorus, isn't it? It's just... I th- I it's think like, insane. I think fans yeah. of Grames will get a big kick out of that. And as a big fan of Grames, yeah. Mel, what do you see? Yeah, okay. So I have an opinion that may be <laughs> bad. Um, that reminds me of the first time I heard Mitski, not in terms of like sound. Okay, bear with me, please. So <laughs> not necessarily in terms of sound, but just like how it made me feel. Um, and I don't know if that's just something about how a big bassy guitar-y thing makes me feel see I can't even talk um but yeah I, I really like that it's very exciting it makes me feel like almost nervous because I like it so much um maybe I have a crush on this song who's to say yeah all I've written down is bass exclamation mark drums exclamation mark <laughs> so there you go <laughs> I mean, that's kind of all you need I, I just I, as soon as I heard this song I was completely in love and um I just I'm not one for like big drops because I think that was kind of ruined by like um, sort of what Americans did to dubstep. But also there's like that rare feeling of, especially in dance music, where if, if something's already good and then you feel a sort of a, like a, a quote unquote drop coming, you just get that feeling in the pit of your stomach that's just so exciting. Um, uh, yeah, I I can't talk enough about how, how great that record is and how good the choices have been today. Like just sensationally good across the board. Mm. Oh, pressure's on. It's been so good. But I think I think we're in for another good one. This is Kudu Blue with When the Night is Over. Open windows and open hearts Shadows moving in the dark You know that I'll be there when the night is over Broken bottles, built up dreams Energy bursting at the seams You know that I'll be there when the night is over You know you got my love
another Brighton based group there that's Kudu Blue um, and it comes from their EP Healthy um, which came out on April the 3rd um, I mean I just think that's pretty great um, obviously giving heavy 90s kind of garage vibes um, what it makes me think of is if someone was making a film about the first time I get to go out after whenever that is possible and I go to flower one and then I come home this is the song that I want pay- like playing in the montage of me in a cab um because it's just like the perfect end of night song so there you go not to make it about me but to make it about me um yeah it's got a kind of soothing and also exciting vibe which I've said vibe so many times but it's it's great yeah it is yeah, vibes though it's it is vibes. vibes. I totally get what you're saying. It's definitely like it's definitely like a last song of the night. Um, it's written perfectly to express that. It's got this sort of kind of melancholy in in the chords and just oh my god, I miss clubs so much, man. Like I didn't really go out that much in the last couple of years anyway. <laughs> but I, I swear, after this, I have to go out every weekend now. Um, I just thought that was excellent. And it definitely is indebted and it's researched. Like, you know, when you get uh, press releases through and it's about like, it's like these 18, 19 year olds going, oh yeah, it's so indebted to club culture. It's just, uh, club culture is a really, really important uh, thing to us when we're writing songs. And you know, they're gobshites. That was really, really researched. And it the, the feel of it is probably the most impressive thing about that song. It's just, yeah. And also, I, like, you, obviously you can't hear our live reactions to the songs, but it's be, and it's been said before that like, you know, we are listening to these songs for the first time, respectively, and I have yelled something to the effect of, uh, you know, approval um, to each song. But I think that chorus was just like probably my sort of most uh, gregarious reaction yet. And if anything, I'm glad you don't get to hear it because um, it was it was ugly of me. But yeah, that was that was great. And again, you've I'm, I'm not just trying to you know butty up, but you have also described and captured the vibe of the song absolutely perfectly with your description of it. Uh, again, this takes me back to uni. It's it's really interesting because uh, you're both uh, quite a bit younger than me, so it's it's quite interesting hearing your reactions to to tracks like this that I've uh, lived through, and I don't mean that in a, a an <laughs> arsehole way. Um, you were there, but man. these are. Yeah, it was. These songs kind of soundtrack some of the best times of my life and my life. And uh, it's um it's really nice to kind of hear the resurgence and the the derivatives coming through in a way that doesn't feel repetitive but refreshing. Um and I'm really quite excited about that. Um yeah, magic. You and you wanted to give a, a shout out to a few things just before we we kind of say goodbye yeah just quickly um there's a few projects um we've obviously all had a horrible time with um the uh, coronavirus and how it's impacted our lives to different extents um but through that there's been some really really amazing projects and i just want to give a few of those a shout out um there's uh there's lots of really good social cause led football teams in Glasgow, but the first one I want to give a shout out to, the only one I want to give a shout out to is um, an association called Africa on the Ball. They're currently um trying to do between them collectively um the they're trying to run the length between Glasgow and Zambia, which is where they do um the majority of their fundraising for. Um and it's involved in sports projects and uh, I believe um, education and, and house and other sort of projects like that, just generally trying to improve the standard of living for impoverished people in Zambia. Um, so they've got a crowdfunder on the go and uh, just search crowdfunder Africa on the ball. The second is I've got two charity compilation here compilations here that I want to shout out. The first is by um, Artsy Vice who um, do amazing uh, this amazing series of videos of sort of really interesting um, quote-unquote DIY bands from around primarily the Central Belt. And uh, they've got this compilation that's raising money for um, Ubuntu Women's Shelter in uh, Glasgow. Um, it's a suggested donation of £5, and with that you get amazing bands like uh, Kaput, uh, Gift Horse, Current Affairs, uh, Wet Look, Callum Easter, um, there's some really, really good artists in there, um, and I'd recommend that. So that's Charity Compilation Volume 1 by Artsy Vice and X Chime Studio. 
which is a fantastic studio in Edinburgh, if you don't know already. And the second one is one that's maybe closer to my heart. Uh, it's compiled by the amazing uh, David Warden and Laurie Wilson from Aberdeen, who are good friends of mine. Um, and they put together this compilation in aid of Fine, which is a food bank charity in Aberdeen. It's called Local Distances. Um, and it features like the Sea Starry, who are one of the most underrated um, bands in Scotland for my money, uh, with a cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Uh, you've got Tam, who is also known as Erskine Linus, who's a fantastic producer from Aberdeen. Um, GW, the moniker of Gav Will, who you'll know from myriad amazing bands within Glasgow and Aberdeen. Um, there's um, a bunch of other amazing bands as well. Trek Artista, um, who are the solo project of um, Ian Dallas, who's, uh, you might know from Carson Wells. Um, there's a Darwell Rankin and Richard Stratton song in there for fans of Wendell Borton and of Poor Things. Um, but it's nothing to do with me. I had no involvement, was not invited <laughs> to um, take part in that. Um, but yeah, it's for a really fantastic cause. Seafine are a charity I know relatively well, and I know them to do um, fantastic work. Uh, they're a food bank initiative, as I said, in Aberdeen. Um I also want to give a quick shout out to Hanukkah Skywalker, who's putting out a series of beat tapes. Um, search for that online, Hanukkah Skywalker, as you would expect it to be spelt. And also, just want to give a quick shout out to my friend who's um, going through a bit of a rough time. Uh, I know he listens to his podcast. He's an incredibly voracious um, consumer of music and also just a really fucking good person who does incredible stuff in the Inverness area. And that man's Kyle Walker. Um, wishing you all the best for the next few months and uh, much love. Life being as it is, I think it's, uh, and as we've done with these great songs, it's good to point, signpost people in the direction of, of the good amongst all the horrible shit that's happening at the moment. We will be back next week, I believe. As Ewan said at the start of the podcast, you can find us on Acast, Apple Music, and your obviously your preferred podcast app. And we really appreciate everyone that listens and Please stay safe and look after each other. Thank you and good night. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.